Welcome to the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast, hosted by me, Carolina Sopran. I'm a holistic health and nutrition coach, a Pilates instructor with a background in science, and a master's in medical radiations. I'm your stress buster chick, chatting all things stress, helping you, the modern woman, create more balance, calmness, and health in life. I used to be just like you, running on adrenaline, stressed 24-7 and a professional perfectionist in all aspects of life. Over the last couple of months, I have wanted to create a platform for stressed, stuck and professional women just like you, empowering and nurturing you to live your most balanced life. I have learned and come up with some amazing tools to help bring more zen into your everyday life. Enjoy. Hello darlings and welcome to episode 4 of the Too Blessed to be Stressed podcast. So today is really a continuation of last week's episode where we spoke about the power of the routine but this week we're talking about our evening routine because closing your day right is just as important as the way you start your day. So by having a great evening routine, you can get ready for the next day, you feel prepared, you feel more energized, and you definitely have that capacity to take on whatever you need to take on the following day. And I think getting a good sleep schedule and a good routine before you go to sleep really makes a difference in your overall well-being. I definitely didn't have a very good evening routine till probably about a year ago. Um, And I definitely noticed the difference. Um, Sometimes I, years ago, I used to just fall asleep on the couch and just carry myself to bed in the middle of the night. And it meant that my sleep was interrupted. Um, I wasn't getting that recovery that my body and mind needed. So I think a couple of these things that I mentioned today, you can definitely take on board and hopefully they will help you settle in the evening a little bit, particularly if you do have a super stressful job or you're just not in a good headspace at the moment. So I would really like to start off with a to-do list. Okay, so I call it a to-do list for tomorrow. Some people love to-do lists, some people hate them. Um, I think it's a really good way to be productive and be able to tick stuff off as you go. Uh, I usually tend to write all the things I need to do for the next day and whether that's goals that you have or whether it's just things that you need to have done. As long as there's not too many, because that's when the overwhelm sets in. But if you can get it onto paper and out of your head, it just feels so much better. It feels like you have a plan for the next day. Um, And I always keep a diary right next to my bed. So if there's anything that I've forgotten, I will, it's right there. I can just pick it up and scribble it down. So um, journaling is the other thing. Um, I think so many of us keep all of our thoughts in our head and sometimes you literally feel like your brain is going to explode so during times when you are feeling super anxious just writing your feelings down or you know I call it like a power journal where you just sit for five to ten minutes and just scribble everything that's going through your head it's literally like therapy it makes you feel so much better 
The next thing is our phones. We are so addicted to our phones and I never judge people because I've definitely gone through periods where I can't put my phone down. But airplane mode is your friend, particularly an hour before you go to sleep. If you're looking at your phone right to the part where you go to bed, your mind stays wired. You can't switch off. And I mean, a lot of women these days run their own businesses. People like myself, it is really easy to get caught up in replying to people and getting caught up in um, all the messages and everything that's coming through. But you actually need to set yourself some boundaries or your work will just become your life. And that's a pretty sad way to live if you can't enjoy the little things in life. I think that's what sometimes phones do. And it can be hard. I'm not saying that it's easy, but even if you sort of decrease the times you're on your phone right before you go to sleep, it makes such a big difference. Tidying up is my favorite and my fiance will probably laugh at this. I'm really sorry, babe. Dishes. I can't stand when dishes are in the sink. And I think if you can spend anywhere from 20 minutes to half an hour just tidying before you go to bed, there's nothing better, I think, when you, we've got a double-story house, but when you come downstairs and the downstairs area is nice and tidy, I think things like dishes just stress you out. It just feels like everything is out of control. Um, And I don't hate it, but I do strongly dislike it. Um, things like even, you know, folding stuff. I know whenever I do the washing, I well the next day or whenever the washing dries, I just fold it straight away. And it also means that, um, my weekends are a little bit freer to do the stuff that I want to do because I've done all these little bits during the week, um, and haven't left it towards the end of the week. And I think if you are tidy and you are organized for the next day, you spend less time the following morning, sorry, running like a headless chook around the house. Guided meditations are also something I think is quite valuable in sleep and helping you fall asleep. I sometimes start the meditation and then unfortunately I just fall asleep really quickly. So I don't know how well um, it it sort of carries through. But things like breathing meditations are fantastic because they really calm your nervous system, uh, which means that you're a lot more relaxed when you're going off to sleep. And the next thing is a thing that's super important is focusing on something positive when you go to sleep. I think when we've had a bad day, particularly for women, that sticks with us and we can't see past that negativity and we bring it home with us. And men are probably a little bit better at disconnecting themselves um, from what's happened at work. They can switch off a little bit better. But us women, we get attached to things and we really struggle to let things go sometimes. And you know, sometimes we're better at it than others. I think as I've gotten older, I'm a lot better at disconnecting from things um, and categorizing things. So once I leave work, I try not to think about it. I don't think it impacts the rest of your life or it definitely doesn't serve the rest of your life if you sort of, I guess, carry on that way. So think of something positive instead, whether it's a positive affirmation, uh, 
positivity for the next day as well. Um, it will just carry through. If you have more positive thoughts rather than negative thoughts, that will ca- carry through onto the next day. Otherwise, you're just thinking of the negative, staying in that negative state and bringing it all onto the next day. A bit of light reading is also super helpful. I think our society now loves just watching Netflix um, and that's what we do. But a bit of light reading, I actually did a post on this the other week. It is so good for your brain. And when you read, that's all you're really focusing on. It's very rare that you're thinking about anything else but the exact thing that you're reading. So whether it's a magazine, I mean, I read a lot of health stuff but that's because that's what I really enjoy I probably have never loved books as such but some people really enjoy it and find it super therapeutic Um, and it really stops your mind from stressing about the things that are coming the next day it just makes you be in the moment if you feel like you're going through physical stress, the one thing that I do recommend, and I tell my friends this all the time and everyone else that will listen, is taking a soothing bath before you go to sleep. Um, particularly if you're going, if you've got a physical job or if you're going through a period where you're working out a lot, Epsom salts are your friend. I literally, it's such a old remedy to use but epsom salts are fantastic they're filled with magnesium Um, all you need is about well it depends what product you use but you need about 20 minutes and i always sleep so much better when i've had a bath in epsom salts it just relaxes your muscles um, and it helps release that tension that you may hold in different parts of your body because everyone holds that tension in different parts of the body so Um, Epsom salt baths are the best and lastly practicing good sleep hygiene Um, those that don't have great sleep hygiene are the ones that suffer as a result and really struggle to get to sleep struggle to stay asleep Um, and like I said earlier I've been through that quite a bit I was such an amazing sleeper as a child and I look back now and I'm like oh I wish I was still like that but um, I think as you get older some people are just better at it than others and and that's okay all you can do is try to be better Um, but one of the biggest things is really trying to have the same sleep routine and what I mean by that is going to sleep at roughly the same time each evening and then getting up roughly the same time Uh, our bodies are quite routine things so they love routine Um, and in regards to sleep I guess everyone's different some people are okay on six hours some people are okay on eight so it just really depends what you need Um, I probably sleep about seven hours a night and now that I'm a little bit older I find that I need a little bit more of it but I'm definitely a lot better for it um, now setting your temperature in your room right as well is super important I mean if it's too hot we can't usually sleep if it's too cold we usually can't sleep either so just having that nice temperature for you I mean there's loads of studies to say what the average temperature is but really it's mostly up to you and depending on what you feel is right um, there's no sometimes right or wrong answer when it comes to that 
Um, but it definitely impacts our sleep if our temperature settings are not right. So making the room as dark as possible is also important. I think I usually put my phone like upside down. So even if it lights up for whatever reason, I can't see it. Um, closing your blinds as well. Um, some people find it helpful to actually wake up with the light but if you're if you're having issues actually falling asleep having a dark room is much more effective so these are the things that I believe are highly important in your evening routine and I hope you can implement some of them and get a better night's sleep and sleep is definitely a topic that I'll cover in the later episodes of the podcast because I feel like it needs a whole episode on its own, but these are just little things that you can slowly implement into your life. And there is a reason why I'm running these podcasts a certain way. It's just to start working on your things first, and then bits by bits, we'll cover things like symptoms of stress. There are also a couple of guests that are coming up on the show, and the first guest it will be on next week, um, where we start getting into things like clutter. So I hope to catch you guys next week. And remember, life is for living, not stressing. You are too blessed to be stressed. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you have loved and enjoyed today's podcast, then please share it with your friends and family. If you have any comments or would like to reach out, you can find me on Instagram at Knowing Her Wellness. See you soon for the next episode of Too Blessed to Be Stressed.